Hey guys, welcome back to Can I Just Say Something, a podcast where absolutely nothing is off the table. I'm Ryan, and I'm here with Tangela and Gabby. Ladies, what's up? Hello, hello. Hello, guys. How are thou? Hey, hey. Hanging in there. Hold on. I know. We survived Ida. Oh, you know, we left people hanging. Gabby, how was your basement? <laughs> um, I, I guess it's fine. For some reason, one of my doors looks like wet. Mm. But we checked when we were down there, we checked like no water entered that room, nor did the water get mm-hmm. that high. So I'm like, well, maybe I'm just making shit up in my head. Um, but I did go out. This is how you know you're getting old or you're a homeowner. I woke up at 7.30 this morning to find out what time Home Depot opened so I can go buy a dehumidifier. Awesome. So I was just like, Lord, I was like, this is, this is homeowner. And then I showed $230. I was like, oof. What? For a dehumidifier? It might've been the size. Well, one, everybody had bought out all the other ones. So this might've been the most expensive one left. And I couldn't Mm -hmm. tell based on what I was looking at, what size room it was for. But I'm just gonna have to find the next Home Depot, next town over, couple yeah. towns over. I'm just but you got to do work, right? Because your the water was coming through your foundation. It was coming through the foundation. Um, also, the sump pump was not working, so that might have been a, a big problem right there in itself. So, I was hoping with this rainstorm, being that the that we're currently having, that the the water was still saturated and maybe more would come up. So then I would like really need to see whether or not. The foundation needs yeah. to be checked because mm-hmm. it wasn't coming from everywhere. It was just coming from one spot in the house, and that's the spot that was closest to the street where the drains to the city are. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, maybe it was just a backup of drains everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I was like, I don't want to break a foundation if I don't have to. I mean, that's yeah. expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, did you survive Ryan the Hurricane Ida? I did. I think I think for the most part, not really affected, like didn't really affect where I live. Um, I definitely had leaks where pre-existing leaks were already. So uh-huh. that was crazy. But I think New York got hit crazy. I've never seen anything like that before in my life where it's like cars. Like I went to um, Westchester County on Sunday or Saturday and driving back, I just saw a whole bunch of cars on the highway, just like on the highway. Right? Like, what are they doing here? But they're abandoned cars that are no good anymore because of because of what happened with Ida. So, yeah, I mean, thank God, nothing nothing too crazy happened here. But yeah, same here. We didn't. We're on the top floor, so we didn't have any roof issues. Thank God. I didn't see major flooding around me, but the kids' daycare was canceled the next day. So that was very interesting. Time trying to work the two kids at the house. Both kids joined my calls certain calls but <laughs> my company is very cool with it and everybody mm-hmm. enjoys seeing Olivia um and Micah and then the next day when I was bringing them to daycare one highway was completely shut down that I didn't know about so it took forever shut down yes. highway from the flooding and then once we got like down the street saying you could see the runoff it was a stream flooding mm-hmm. up there and cars were just in the middle of the street saying don't with a sign don't tell me flooded engine and i'm like this is wild i've never seen cars just abandoned in the middle of a street and we got to mm-hmm. go around and it's cops um i think the long weekend holiday weekend helped because the highway was open on tuesday and stuff was cleaned up so i think it helped with cleanup but it was just wild crazy yeah. it's a, it's amazing like when i go on like my google maps to like find directions somewhere literally the map shows areas of red like flood here flood mm-hmm. there i'm like 
I was like, on the east side of Manhattan, there's a flood that I can't drive through. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, wild. Um, it is. One of my coworkers told me that her friend was stuck in her car for like, like six or seven hours. So she called the police to help, and they were like, don't open your door, don't get out the car, just sit and wait. So the water came up to top to her doors. She had to wait for the oh water to recede to move off. She was like, it was that bad. I mean, that night when it was happening and we were trying to record, all I kept hearing was sirens outside yeah. our, my door. I mean, I had the windows open because it was a nice breeze coming in. But it was all I heard was <laughs> sirens all night. And then Andre was driving in it like a crazy person. At one point, he was like, I'm like two miles away. I might have to ditch the car and walk. But thank God mm -hmm. he was able. I, mean, I was scared. I kept calling him like, where are you? What's going on? He was like, it's it's sketchy out here. Um, and yeah. he made it. Thank God he was soaked. But he made it and was able to park the car near the house. Um but, but people, still I, mean, messed I, up. I didn't even realize people were like, I don't know, like I, people died from the storm. People died from like yeah. their in house being flooded out mm -hmm. in New York. And I'm like in Queens and I'm like, what? Like, I can't, I can't even believe it. So it's like, I don't know. I didn't expect the basement it. apartments. Think... People mm -hmm. got jacked up. Yeah. They, they, need to, they need to revisit basement apartments. Like, did y'all hear the story about the, the woman that she had a tenant in her basement and was calling like, oh, the water is, is too much. So she went down to help them. But it just got out of control. So she helped yeah. that person get out the window, but she couldn't get out. Mm. So she, she had to yell for her son, who's blind. And he all he could do was listen for her voice mm. to try and find her. And he helped grab her and pull her out. They were like, thank God. like Not that her son is blind, oh but God. because his other senses are heightened, mm -hmm. he was able, he was to, able to find her. I was like, oh, my God. Jesus. It's so crazy. What's crazy is stuff is still messed up. Like I just got noticed Michael was supposed to start soccer this coming Saturday. The mm. uh the field is still jacked up from the um hurricane, so they postponed it a week. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Yep. People were saying like this was like a sandy like event, mm -hmm. but it hit other parts of New York. Like mm -hmm. even you guys know where my parents live. My parents live at one of the highest points in Brooklyn. Um the other the other highest point I think is like the graveyard. They got flooded in their basement. I was like, wow. Crazy. Like, they couldn't go down. I was just like, that is crazy. Yeah. I mean, where well, I live, I expected to see more, but I didn't, luckily. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. Especially where you are. Does anyone have any unpopular opinions or anything exciting that happened over the holiday weekend? Exciting. I don't think <laughs> I have anything exciting, but I wanted to like, talk about something really quickly. I know we touched on it like a couple of podcasts ago, which was mental health, right? Like doing things for your mental health. And I feel like for the past few months, I've been feeling a little off and, you know, I couldn't really pinpoint what was going on. Like I just had no motivation. There was things that I was, you know, letting go. Um, and I realized that the, I, I was having like a mental health like problem. Um, mm -hmm. And so what I decided to do was talk to a professional and, it was so helpful. It was very helpful to talk through what I was feeling because obviously I don't, I'm not a mental health professional. I don't know mm -hmm. what these feelings are. Yeah. Um, and so talking to somebody and being able to kind of diagnose what I'm feeling and then talk about next steps and ways to treat it um, has helped me. You know, I feel a lot better. Um, it's only been like a week and a half, but I do feel a lot better. Um, and I think it's an ongoing thing, but I just wanted to shout out mental health. I feel like it's super important to, you know, identify if you are suffering from mental health problems and you need to, you know, get that addressed, talk to a professional, 
Um, because I mean, I think, you know, talking to that person, it was like, it was eye opening because there are things that you don't know affect you in, in ways that they do. Um, and it was really, really good to identify it. And, you know, I talked to somebody else, they were like, congratulations on actually like confronting it and, and doing something about it because a lot of people don't. And, you know, for, for those people, sometimes it ends badly. Um, but yeah, just wanted to shout that out and talk about that. Well, I'm proud of you. I've, you know, I've been telling you, mm-hmm. you know, to talk to somebody and I'm, I'm proud of you for doing it hundred percent, but mental wellness is key. My company gave us, well, my area of the company gave us the Friday before the holiday, they gave us it. I can't talk. They gave us the day off as a wellness day and mm-hmm. thank you God. Cause guess what I did? The kids went back to daycare and I took a nap. <laughs> And that was self-care for me. <laughs> Not to have to worry about doing anything. I sat on the couch and watched shows and took a nap. And yeah. it was amazing. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's All right, Gabby, so, I know you had an unpopular-ish opinion or I a, did, a rant. You know, like, when Ryan was talking, it, not to say mental health, but it's mine is more so like knowing my limitations. Um, I as you guys know, I had a barbecue for Labor Day. And when I was looking for like grills, like I was showing, like sharing with my friends and one of my friends who shall remain nameless told me that the one that I was considering purchasing was just above me. Not in those words, but like that was too much for me. And my best friend, love her to death. She was like, fuck that person. Like nothing's above you. What do you mean above you? Wait, what do you mean like, above you? It was, it was just too advanced for me. What the fuck and does that mean? was not a griller. Like it was too much. Like get mm. something simple versus what I have. Okay. Simpler. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna be real. Like that shit is above me. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, used it, I've used it several times, and I'm like, uh, oh. I was just like, I think the highest the temperature would go up was like 250. So I, I would cook, but it would just take longer. Uh-huh. My best friend was here, and someone else, and like I'm standing like, yo, there's a fire coming from the grill. They're like, well, yeah, Gad, the coals are supposed to light up and catch fire. I was like, not when I cook. I'm done. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, so well, you, just have to under- you just have to understand the grill better. I do. Yeah. And they, my, my best friend was like, well, Gab, you got to let air in so that, like, it'll heat up. Mm-hmm. That shit got to over 600 degrees. And I was just like, I did not know. I mean, I knew because it has a thermostat. But I was just like, oh, my God. It might be above me, but nothing, nothing is above me. I will always take the challenge. They should have worded it differently. They should have just said they, they beginner. They said it was too yeah. challenging for me. At yeah, this for a beginner right. barbecue, or maybe yes. you get the little the box joint. You know, the the one that come the little box what, joint. I mean, yeah. I'm confused because I don't know what what is an advanced barbecue like. So uh, I have one that has a smoke smoker attachment that uh, if you like if you okay. don't. Mm-hmm. And like, listen, if he listens to his podcast, don't tell me shit about myself. Like, yes, I know you told me. All right, let's move past it. I would have worded it differently. But you know, like there's different levels of pots and different levels of everything of stuff. Like, yeah, like grills, yes. He definitely worded it differently. But how Gabby translates thing in her Caribbean mind is like, it is above you. (laughs) So, but yes, that that was me. But I do have an unpopular opinion, but I I won't share it. Why ain't gonna share it? I don't know, because I don't know if it's unpopular, because I feel like everybody agrees with me, but 
for the I you know I will share it because now I feel like I'm gonna get dragged by you two anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I, I I had mentioned to you guys that I wanted to do an episode on um, remakes and somehow like re- certain remakes just shouldn't be done. And I saw there's a Fresh Prince remake coming out and I was like, oh shit, we don't need that. And I've seen like Aladdin and it was trash, but I think one of the worst ones for me was The Lion King. And, and part of that was the acting and the singing. Like, and I dragged me again, but Beyonce did not do a good performance between the singing mm-hmm. and the, 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 the talking and the everything. I was mm-hmm. just, I didn't like it. So I'm like, can we just leave certain classics classics? Yeah. Or if you go bring it back, bring back the original cast. Like Jason Weaver is still alive and I'm sure he needs some extra coins. But his voice is not that little like that when he did Simba. When he sang for Simba, he wasn't even Simba's voice. It was a, a white boy. He, yes, that was um, Jonathan Taylor it, Thomas. Mm-hmm. But but Jason Weaver can play the adult version of him. Oh, and we had a, yeah, singing. I mean, granted, they, they had Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. I didn't like his talking voice, but that's how he speaks normally, so I can't hold him for that, but I ain't going to drag you. I agree and disagree with you at the same damn time. So I do agree that certain remakes should not be made. Hence, when we talked about Coming to America, the sequel. And I need to, I'm going to watch it again to maybe give it a fairer chance. But I'm pretty sure I still won't like that shit. It's not going to change anything. Okay. Because I heard some people say they watched it and they liked it better because they didn't have as much expectations. Whatever. But I agree. The Lion King one was not good. I don't think I watched all of it because I was like, what is this? Um, yeah. So and and listen, I I stand for Beyonce, but sis has her limitations. I'm not blind. She can't <laughs> act. Not at all. I've never seen <laughs> she could. Even if she's in front of the screen or behind the screen, we can't. She can't act. Um, but the I Fresh Prince the one. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say the Fresh Prince one. I don't know if I agree with you yet because I could have swore I read before the pandemic that they were remaking it, but it was a darker version of it and i don't know more serious when i say darker and i don't rem- know if it was something else or this new one that's coming out but i could have mm-hmm. swore will smith was aligned to that one where it was just more serious bell uh fresh prince situation i'm fine with that when you do a twist on it like it's not going to be so silly but darker because i'm sure it, that's a good a lot of good things from this kid from philly inner city philly moving to beverly hills i'm sure it's a lot of shit that's gonna happen and go down so i think mm-hmm. that might be interesting right. They, but they have I they have so. done stuff like that before, and that was that movie Oz with James Franco, and that was the precursor to The Wizard of Oz, which I thought was absolutely stupid because that was her dreams. Like these people did not exist, so the fact that they did that movie was trash. But I will say yeah. I do like the remakes when they take it from the point of view of the, the, the quote-unquote villain. Oh, like Cruella? I love Maleficent. I love Cruella. I watched Cruella Those this past good. weekend. I liked it a lot. Cruella and now it makes me want to watch 101 Dalmatians because I'm yeah. sure. I've never even seen that. Really? Well, what I wanted to yeah. say, I wanted to say, I wanted to say something just about the Fresh Prince stuff because I feel like that was a classic for um, a generation. And I feel like a lot of people were like, really like that show. And I feel like if they're doing a remake, right, I think... You know, for this new generation coming up, it could be, you know, something similar to what we think about when we think of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And then, like, they can modernize. So if the remake is more aligned with this generation and also, like, can be something that people look at as a classic or, like, in the future or something that people really enjoy, I I don't see a problem with that. You know what they constantly keep remaking that just keeps getting worse and worse? Power Rangers. And I don't know if you guys were into that when you were younger. I was. was. Mm -hmm. But the... 
y'all saw the last movie that came out? Sure did. Pure, pure trash. It was just like, if this is what the kids like today, count me out. I can't waste my time with the foolishness. I could. You know what I saw today, and I feel away. They wow. are coming out with a Matrix movie. Oh. Keanu's in it. The original main, like the love interest, is in it. But she well, she's in this one. It's weird. I was looking at the trailer, like I'm confused. Morpheus wasn't that Morpheus? Wait, who was Morpheus? Samuel, um, Samuel Lawrence. Johnson. No, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Is being played by the younger black guy. Um, he was in Candyman. He was in. Um, oh, oh, that's um, yeah, yeah. His name is in real life. Yeah, yeah. I know him. Yeah, he's somebody's son, ain't he? I don't think so, but yeah, I, I'm. I was like, I'm so confused. What the? What is this bullshit? I'm. I'm confused <laughs> and was not interested. I don't know what this is about. I'm confused. I was barely interested in the first three Matrix. I don't know. Matrix was good. The first one was great. Two and three were a stretch. Mm. Well, you know, I'm not gonna. I don't. I'm, I have a full dragging for you, Gabby. I agree and disagree. That's fair. Yeah. Just like I don't like the trilogy of um, what's that other one? The Towers and the, the Goblins and the Hobbit. Harry Potter. No. no Lord no, of the Rings. No. Yes, that one. <laughs> cool. Oh, I will say about the weekend, um, we we went to CT to spend time with family, a quick day trip. And then we were like trying to find stuff for Micah because he started preschool on Tuesday. And I've come to the realization that I may need, may not be that preschool. mom. He started preschool on Tuesday, um, but he's still at the same daycare facility, thank God. So nothing really has changed. But I don't think I'm that mom to take the picture with the little board saying first day of preschool and all this kind of stuff. It was too damn chaotic. Like, I still ain't taking no damn picture. And I just don't think it's happening. Maybe kindergarten I'm going to try, but pre-K, no, preschool ain't it. It ain't happening for preschool. When did that become a thing? I don't know, but I even saw today, you know, first day of school. It's the first day of school for a lot of public schools today, and I've seen on Instagram people posting stuff, and I'm like, I ain't that mom. I can't. I don't have no time or energy. I, you got one little infant running around, Olivia crawling around about to walk. I don't have time to take a picture of Micah, and he running around too. Like, Aww. it just ain't happening. So, but yes, he started preschool, y'all. Damn. Does he have, like, a backpack with, like, books and stuff? No, because it's, it's daycare. It's the same thing. Like, he just changed classrooms, and he has a new teacher. Who we really like and requested, but it was just like, all right, have a good day. I told him like, oh, you're gonna start preschool today. He was like, okay, and he went off. I didn't get misty eyed. I didn't get emotional. I'm like, all right, bye, y'all. <laughs> I see people. I've seen videos of people crying in their car, dropping their kids to school. Mm-hmm. My mom Amy. said she cried on her way to work. She said she dropped me off, let me go, and then she said on her way to the train station, she shed a tear. For what? What grade? I guess you would consider that preschool. I was three, so preschool. Yeah. No, maybe kindergarten. It may hit me, or even next year, because he'll be—he'll definitely be in a different school next year. Um. So maybe it'll hit me then. But until this year, nah. I'm like, all right, peace out. Because after having them for a whole long weekend, I'm ready for him to go. I just know wherever you guys are sending him, he's one of the most advanced kids I've met in a while. Oh, that's so sweet. Tell that to his daddy. I be telling him he good. His speech is is freaking amazing. Like, walk in the door. Hi, I'm Micah. When he say Micah, the C's ain't right. We say I'm Micah. (laughs) I knew what he was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. And 
his conversation skills are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he talks. I tell him he, he's doing good for almost three year old. And you know, Andre's. I feel like Andre's the um. I call him the Russian parent because <laughs> he'd be like, "No, he. You need to say it clear." I'm like, he's almost three. He's doing very well, especially compared to other three year olds. Like almost three year olds. He's good. Mm-hmm. He's fine. Like chill. He talks a lot. Yeah. I- when he said, "I got to go potty," and I'm like, "Wow." Mm-hmm. Wow, he's clear. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I, have, I don't struggle with him at all. He's a little too damn clear. As soon as he wakes up in the morning, I'm like Micah. I just need about five minutes of silence, please, please, Lord. Just it's from morning to night. I I appreciate it. I do, but Jesus, I need a break. Future president, Jesus. All right, guys, and this is a good time to take a break. So we will be right back. All right, and we're back. So this week's topic, we are kind of taking a look at ourselves and talking about tough conversations. Earlier this week, we um, as a podcast had a tough conversation on kind of the future of said podcast, as well as kind of our internal frustrations that we've had with each other that that really got to a, a boiling point. And as friends, we shouldn't really let things like this fester, but we did, we talked about it, and now we're moving on. So let's talk about it. Like, who, who wants to talk about what we talked about? Anybody want to? Boiling point, Gabby, you made it sound so serious. I didn't think I didn't think we were at a boiling point. Were we? I was at a boiling point. I was. <laughs> I'll start. I, feel, I, felt, I felt frustrated, which is why I brought it up, because when we first started the podcast, it was a lot of fun. This is my creative outlet, one of them. Um, and then like the past couple of weeks, I started feeling very frustrated and just like with, you know, the podcast roles, responsibilities, the flow processes of everything. And so I just said, the next time we meet, I'm going to have a discussion. Now I had some stuff for Ryan in particular. So I reached out to him individually to ask him what was going on first, like was something going on, what's up? These are my gripes with you. Um, and then on the call, I mean, I brought up some things as well. I think I brought up all the things too on the call um, as well. But then it turns out like everybody had gripes as well. And then it kind of pissed me off. Like why no one said anything before? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, someone someone has to start, right? So oh it just happens to be Angela. <laughs> I mean, I, I, like I've always said, I, I try, I'm good with having tough conversations, but I've always told people, I don't, I can't be mad at someone if I'm not fucking you, right? Like, there's only so much I can be upset with. You said with if you're somebody. not fucking them? Yes. I can't put that much energy into being upset with people. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, yeah. I disagree. I disagree. I feel, and the reason why I. how I feel. But that's how okay, I I'm sorry. Well, I, let me, can I do a caveat? I, yes. and I didn't get to say this. I, when I talked to Ryan individually, and I think I said this to you, I said, I, be, because of our friendship, I wanted to talk to you individually first yeah. before I bring it to the group. And that's mm-hmm. why I brought it up because I care about y'all too much. Yes, I agree. Everyone ain't getting this conversation or energy, but I right. care about y'all too much in the friendship, which is mm-hmm. why I wanted to have the, this tough discussion, but for other things and other people, no. I definitely need to address my approach to that because I'm like that with a lot of like good friends as well. And I just end up cutting people off. Mm-hmm. But um, I, know, I know when Ryan told me like before we had started recording earlier this week, Ryan told me, oh, 
Tangela had to share her frustrations. I was like, where was that? Like, I didn't see in the group chat. And I was like, there was a separate conversation. I was like, well, damn. And then you hopped on the line and you said, we need to have a hard conversation. I was like, well, fuck. Like, no one prepped me for this one. <laughs> I, I want to prep because I've done I that before. Well, I, I wouldn't say prep. Like, just say, hey, before we start, can we just have a, a, a chat? Because I, um, I expressed to you guys that I was frustrated. And I don't know if it's like individual frustrations. I think it was just overall just tired and like too much things coming at one time that I just wanted to be done. Or it's probably be done or just be, have a break, right? And we just yeah. came off of a break. But I think it was like our lack of creativity started to get to me. Yeah, and, and for me, it was one person's fault. Go ahead. Like every time we met, it was kind of like, I'm super tired. This is not what I want to do right now. Um, and I felt like that energy was put into the stuff that we were producing. At least I feel that way. I know like other people have not felt that way. They think the podcast is still going great. But for me, I think, you know, we could be doing better and I think we could be improving a bit. So that was where I was coming from. And that reason, for that reason, I felt a little less motivated to be on time with things and to stay on top of the things that I needed to do just because I felt like overall, I felt like there was less effort and there was less like desire to even do this anymore. Um, but I'm glad that Tangela brought this up because I think that that could have, that could have taken on a life of its own and it could have gotten us to a place where like, we just, you know, we're upset with each other or we just wanted to like abruptly end the podcast. So I think that was needed. So that was a difficult conversation that was absolutely needed in our case. For sure. I didn't mean for you to feel excluded, Gabby. I just spoke to him because of prior conversations and I didn't know if he wanted certain, well, he said it earlier on this podcast mm. about him seeing the mental health person. So I didn't know he had shared that with you. So that's why I had the, the private conversation with him. Like, I don't know if it's, if it's from these things that you're working on, but this is what I've been noticing from you, which was the motivation piece and all the other stuff. Mm. So that's why I wanted to check in with him first individually before I just shout him out on the group thing and yeah. I didn't want to give a heads up because I feel like we I've done that before like hey guys we need to talk about stuff and then the conversation just went wherever else I just wanted to be like okay let's have a talk and be honest and you know like when Ryan was like I don't know and I'm like what do you mean like what does that mean yes you do know tell me yeah. yeah when Ryan told me you guys had the conversation it, it made me like I, I've noticed things about like all of us separately right and me in particular, I've always said post-COVID, like my mind is just all over the place. So I, I just flat out asked Ryan, like, are you experiencing the same things I'm experiencing? And it, I kind of clicked. He's like, yeah, kind of, you know, yeah. So I'm like, well, maybe it's just improving on ourselves, knowing that this is kind of what it is and just moving beyond that. Because a lot of people can't identify the effects that COVID has had on them unless you're like really paying attention. So that's why I asked those questions. But I mean, I get Tangela's point. Like, yeah, don't just kind of put it on them. But I'm the person where you, if you just put it in my face, I'm going to walk away. Um, but yeah, and I think, like you said, we're friends, feel, so I, don't, I didn't want to do that to you guys. Yeah. And I think, like, also some people can feel a little attacked by that, um, by just, like, bringing something to their attention without, like, sort of any warning or, like, any any inkling that that was going to happen, I think people can feel attacked by that, but. Because y'all really know, happy. and Tangela said, I need ocular proof. So if you're going to come for me, <laughs> <laughs> give it to me yeah. straight. 
But I mean, I don't think I don't think we were coming for each other. I think no, we were just saying. Oh, hey, I try not this, to. This stuff needs to change, um, and hopefully, we make those changes and we have a a good move forward plan or whatever you call it. I mean, we the good thing is we have a plan. Um, you know, so I hope we can get it together. I mean, I don't know. Thing, I, I don't know. I know from, at least for me, like things are different because I have a job now. So when we started the podcast, I didn't have, a, I was on maternity leave still, I think when we started, started mm-hmm. and then, you know, not having a job. So I had more time. So I could do certain tasks. I was doing certain tasks because you guys were working full time and I'm like, oh, I could just do it, whatever, whatever. Um, but now it's a little different because, you know, I'm working and it's two kids and, you know, my time is limited in the evenings and stuff. So I just, you know, I can't be meeting for hours on end to record. Or sometimes I think you guys have been like, let's record tomorrow. And I'm like, no, like I have to, I have to have a boundary. Like I can't do it. Like this is a day I have on my calendar for the week. Like I've worked this out with Andre. Like <laughs> I can't. So uh, it's going to, it's, I mean, it, I think that has added to a change as well with things needing to be um, needing to be tightened up. And I, I've had the question, like people have asked me, like, how did you guys start? Like, what were your struggles? And da, 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 da. And after our conversation earlier this week, I said, you know what? We, we definitely have come a long way. Like, although we're feeling frustrated in the moment, we have to recognize that we've come a very long way from like episode one that never aired. So like, <laughs> episode one through five <laughs> that never aired. Right. So now season two, episode five, probably mm. going to have to edit like the first two minutes of this podcast and be done. Like we're, we're definitely improved. And yeah. I, like I always say to my best friend, we go through ebbs and flows as friends and work. And it's, coming out on the other side is the most important part. Cause if you can't, that that's another issue. But I think we've come out in a good place. We have a plan of action and it's just sticking to it, but also yeah. never letting us get to the point where Tangela gets frustrated for us for not speaking up mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. You know, I think too, I'm frustrated about, I'm a, I'm gonna put it on the uh, listeners, <laughs> <laughs> the engagement. Like, I feel like we put a lot of, we put effort. I feel like we put a lot of effort, whatever. We put effort into creating this, doing the content, getting it out there. And I feel like too, our engagement is low. And that's another demotivating factor as well. Like we have a set number of people who are loyal and have been listening to us, but we need to have more listeners. Like we have, we are on social media. We have a whole bunch of people following us or us following them. It, it makes no sense why we have such a low number of listeners, consistent listeners every week. I blame, so that's that on also- Instagram. I blame part of that on Instagram and their fucking algorithms. Mm-hmm. And the only way is it's like pay for play. Um, so part of that is that too, but that's, that's on us to correct that too. But I agree. Yeah, and it's like, I think we, we always ask for feedback from our listeners or if, even from our followers. And I think, like, you know, if if people can tell us, like, these are things that we're not, like, engaging with or we don't mm-hmm. like about the podcast. And these are mm-hmm. things that we do like. And 
-hmm. maybe these are things you should talk about that more people want to hear about. I think some of our struggle too is coming up with topics to discuss. Like I feel like that to me is something that's really demotivating because I, you know, I like I would love to come up with I would love for us to have these topics that we have just a wealth of knowledge about can talk freely and like just in depth about. And I think sometimes we don't um, because we don't know exactly what to talk about or we don't know what will resonate with our audience. So, I mean, again, a part of this is, is our listeners and if, you know, if they can help us out with, with just engaging with us, that would be a good thing. Yeah. Like I would like if certain, like, and it's, you know, you can't please everybody, but it is good to know like what our base appreciate so if y'all like us to talk about hot topics then we'll continue to talk about hot topics like we know that should be a part of um our content like um because i enjoy hot topics when i can pay attention to it um mm -hmm. if y'all don't like it then maybe that's something we should look at if i mean you know just giving us a, a hint as to what you enjoy i think would be helpful to us because we we took the break from season one season two was supposed to be like kind of rebranding ourselves but we didn't have any information really um, besides like things we wanted to change differently but we didn't hear anything from our listeners um you know so i need more than the episode was funny i need more like I like this segment. I don't really like this segment. Or y'all lost me on this. Yeah. Something just to give us some kind of direction as we figure out like what, continue to figure out like the formula for this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I want us to be excited about our podcast. You know, like I feel like recently everyone's busy. I know, I know I've gotten extremely busy at work. Tanzer started working. Gabby's busy. So I feel like part of that is ta has taken away some of the joy of like meeting and doing the podcast. And that I want that again. I want to be super excited to like create the content and release it and have our listeners talk to us about it. So hopefully we can get to that place again where I feel like I'm super excited because it's not that I, I don't enjoy doing the podcast. There are times where I'm just like tired um, and this becomes a, a chore more than something that like, mm. like, like Tangela says, a creative outlet. Um, but yeah, like I, I wanted to go back to that because I think this is a good thing. Like I enjoy... I enjoy what we do. I enjoy talking to you guys all the time. This is a good way for us to keep each other updated on our lives. Um, yeah, and this is forever documented. We'll be old people one day and we can go back and be like, let's listen to like our old podcasts. And I'll probably be cringing when I'm a grandma. I know. I know. Yeah, there's things I've said that I wish I could take back. <laughs> me too. People, people ask me all the time, do your church folks listen? I'm like, hell no. <laughs> but so healthy criticism is or healthy feedback, which is now being solicited, mm -hmm. um, is good for us. Yeah. Talking about feedback, this is a, a feedback moment for me in my life. So I'm, I'm going to go to my career. So there was a moment in time where I was going to school full time and working full time. And I had crazy, crazy hours of class. Like I would be finished with school at 10 p.m. and have to go back to work or school at 7 a.m., go to work, go back to school. So it was a crazy time for me, right? So there were days when Ryan was not trying to wake up and Ryan would get to work late. So I remember one time my boss pulls me into the office and she's like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, I see that you're coming in like late these days. Like, what's up? And my first reaction as a 20, a young 20 something year old was to be like, well, everybody else is late. Mm. And she's like, you, she, the one thing she told me, and I will never forget this, she's like, you don't know what conversations I'm having with those people. But what I'm telling you is that you're late and I don't like it. Mm -hmm. And she made me feel like it was kind of like mind your business. And I'm telling you that you're late. You need to improve that. So this is about you. 
um, and don't worry about what everybody else is doing. So I've, I've always, and I will always have that piece of like feedback in my head where it's like, even if I'm, if I'm in a group of, of people and like everyone's doing the wrong thing and I, and I feel like everyone's doing it, why can I? It's like, it's not about what everyone's doing. It's about what you're doing. Um, but yeah. I had that similar conversation with boss, not to go off the rail. Like I would come in like say nine 30, right. Cause mm-hmm. there's too many schools, too many children, too many people on the train. And one day, because my desk was next to the office of the president, she would say, well, can you come in through the back way? Cause you come in kind of late. Mm. I, I sure enough whipped out the policy and like, what part of me is being late? And I said, unless we have a different discussion on, you want mm. me to be here at 8 a.m then I'm not late. I'm actually perfectly on time. You just don't want me to look bad in front of that guy. But they don't even know your hours. The president doesn't know your situation, your hours. Exactly. That's why I pulled out the policy and kept it on my desk anytime she she came up to me like right there. Know the policy. Get here between 7 and 10. That was the policy. Oh, that's optic. Oh, is it? I didn't even know that. That that, that was in the policy <laughs> you know why because in the the jersey office people were coming in at 5 30 and at 6 you had to leave super mm-hmm. early so leave early so they had to reiterate the policy that's why i knew i was like oh okay but they were telling people you're coming in too early yo sure it was yep they're like there's there no managers old... here barely any security nothing nope mm-hmm. i remember these old bitter gremlins that worked in legal once like they would come in at like 4 p.m <laughs> And I would get to work and they would have already like had like they would talk about their walks and like all this stuff. So they would leave at like three or like two thirty mm-hmm. or something like that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how is this even possible? And so I think that's part of the reason why they, they made that rule. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, like, what are should we talk about other like difficult conversations, how we handle them or I mean I can tell you about a difficult conversation somebody wanted me to have that I didn't have because I thought I was ridiculous. I had a I had somebody that worked for me one time and in that particular office, Fridays were relaxed. Mm-hmm. I guess one day she came in with a hoodie and sweats, like the hoodie had cutouts mm-hmm. on the shoulders. So another manager was telling me about it and decided to take a picture and send it to me. Mm-hmm. Was like first and foremost, your manager, go speak to her if it's an issue in that office. Because secondly, taking pictures is a violation. So don't get me no. involved in that. But I guess that's not really a difficult conversation, but it is difficult to have conversations with people that you employ. Yeah, I mean, I've had, I've had to have difficult conversations with family members, relationships, people I've been in relationships with, friends. Uh-huh. Um, but the one thing that I will say is like, if you are gonna go into something like that, like make sure you're respectful and also put yourself in the other person's shoes. Um, you know, I, I like to think that people are not out here acting maliciously on purpose. So if there's something that's bothering you about a certain situation, I feel like number one, go in, go into it respectfully. And then also consider what that person's feeling or could be feeling or could be thinking before you um, enter into a conversation like that. Because I think that once you started with like a level of respect, it'll be an easier conversation. It won't be so much of a confrontational thing. Um, but I've had to learn that because there have been times when I'm like, I need to tell this person this right now, and I don't care how it comes out. And that has not been productive. And, you know, you, you learn that the hard way. So I actually did that with the same boss that I had to whip out the policy with. She pulled me into the office at super early on a Monday to, to kind of 
attempt to yell at me to ask me why I did not respond to her on a Saturday or a Sunday. And I had to remind her, I'm first and foremost, I'm a Christian. So responding on a Sunday is, is a no-go. And when you email me at 11 p.m. on a Saturday, I'm definitely not responding because that gives yeah. me, you're, you're too open to me. And she's like, I told you we had a lot to work to do. And I was like, yeah, on Monday when I came in the office, we had work to do. Yo, yo, old boss sound crazy as hell. Oh, she was. She was in that case. For sure. <laughs> I've never had them them issues. I've had some doozies of bosses, but I've never had them issues. I like... mean, she she legit said, I didn't expect the other girl on her team to respond because she's a a junior employee, but you're a director. You need to be responding. I said, no, the hell I don't. I literally took my book out of my hand and slammed it on the table. I said, no, I'm not. Hence the reason she don't work here and she's not my boss. But so. you know what, though? That's good because I feel like other generations would just take it and that has mm -hmm. continued the cycle of fuckery. Yep. So my tell me like if you open yourself up and respond at certain hours, the expectation is you are constantly available. So I, I never set that expectation. I don't like to email people after 630 because there's no expectation that I'm first off, I'm not I don't want to I don't want to do like heavy work between four and five. Four and five is wind down. Mm -hmm. so, but you know what? I think it's um, it's respect. Well, it's respect. But you know what I've seen? I've seen people do, and I like it. And it may be my my story. Um, they they'll put like it on their email signature. If I reply, if I send a note outside of business hours, please do not feel like you have to reply. Mm -hmm. Um, because it depends on your schedule. Well, it's a whole bunch of time zones where I work at. And schedule. So they're very flexible here. So I know for me, I probably would need to start when things change, schedules change, maybe start super early then take a break, handle the kids, get them off to school, then come back, then go take a break and go get the kids and come back and work a little later, you know, to make up my time. So I think it's just about, you know, just setting the boundaries. Like, I don't expect you. I'm just responding because this is when I have the time to respond due to the flexibility, you know that mm -hmm. I have. But I do appreciate that you did that boundary, um, Gabby, because I, I fell into that trap when I was at your company trying to emulate other others and it ain't work out for the kid and it was stupid. And mm -hmm. so I'm glad you're doing that. Hopefully to break some stupid ass cycles because in all of our jobs, we're not saving lives. We're not doctors. Mm -hmm. No one's going to die if we don't reply to an email. And we're I not at levels where we're going to lose millions of dollars. So I used, to, I used to even tell the girl that worked for me before. I was just like, let me explain something to you. When you start working all these crazy ass hours, you become cheap labor. Mm. So decide, do you want to be, you can be a 40 hour a week employee. That's fine. You can go a little above and beyond. And when you start going to these extended hours where in other companies, that's, um, what is it called? Um, differentials? Yeah. Paid differential. mm -hmm. yeah. My old job used to do that. If you worked anytime after five, you got to they don't do that here. So be cognizant of that. Like mm -hmm. you're not getting any extra like stocks. Your, your bonus structure mm -hmm. is stuck. 10%. Like put in effort to get you to the next level, but don't overdo it. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't tell people about work when I do that. But. Going back to the topic um, with difficult conversations, I'm like actually like struggling with that a bit. So like I was saying earlier in this conversation, like I'll have, I had, I had to have the difficult conversation with y'all because of our relationship and excuse me, the friendship and all of that. But sometimes I shy away from difficult conversations with certain people because one kind of like what Gabby was saying, but not that explicit. I just don't have the energy. 
Like, I, if I have an idea of what I know it's going to be, I don't have the energy for it. So I just do like whatever, like, <laughs> you know, um, but I'm no, trying to be, I'm trying to be better about it. Hence why I wanted to make sure we had that conversation the other day. Well, I'm very glad we did. Um, I think, I think we'll come out stronger as a podcast. I think everything Hopefully. that we want for ourselves, I think our expectations are that we want it now. Or we want it yesterday. And I think it's just setting the, just setting the tone in the right way. Like we have to move intentionally and keep up on our game. So I think that's, that's what I took away from this week. You guys, I mean, what did you guys take away from it? Well, can I say like a caveat to what you said? I, I am hopeful that, you know, we'll get ourselves together. But also, too, I was thinking sometimes things are for a season, like experiences, friendships, relationships, so much of stuff is for a season. I mean, I hope our season isn't done of the podcast, not season two. But um, <laughs> but if it is, you got to be OK with that, too. I think that's also that's also you should be cognizant of that when having difficult conversations. Cause I've had, I've had, I've broken up with friends. <laughs> like I've mm-hmm. had difficult conversations and was like, if the friendship ends or I don't want to do it anymore, then I'm fine with that. So that's another thing too. Like just, you have to recognize when you have this difficult conversation that it may just be the end of a season. Like the other person may feel the same way or doesn't see eye to eye with you and either will be no res- resolution and you, it, the season might just be over. I don't know. I feel like this is a season of boundaries, you know, like I feel like pandemic pandemic has, I feel like flipped everything on his head, honestly, like people I was cool with or super close with, I'm not anymore for whatever reason. Or now I look at them in different lights through different things because of life experiences and the pandemic. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it has changed a lot of things. Yeah, it's okay. Well, on that note, I think we are done. Yep. So, you know, as always, thanks for the support. That's all I'm going to say. I ain't going to go in like we always do on the podcast. I'm over it. Thanks for the support, guys. She doesn't mean that. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed our transparency and giving you a sneak peek in behind the scenes of doing a podcast with friends and things that come up. We hope that you engage with us on this post and let us know how you feel about the episode and things you like or dislike that we do on the podcast would be very helpful to us as we figure out how to move forward. Until then, we'll talk to you guys later. Oh, and also, sorry, so rusty. Make sure to follow us on our IG page at can I underscore say something and we're on all the platforms so be sure to follow us so when we release an episode you'll get notified as soon as possible so until then we'll talk to you later bye who me or Gabby I like when you do like when I do it Uh so as soon as I say it then you're going to jump in yeah. Okay. Three, two, three, two, one. And we're back. Are you not going to throw it to me? What, what did you say? Go ahead, Gabby. I thought you said you was going to jump in. Yeah. <laughs> did she say that? <laughs>
I, but then I said, I said, then I said, throw it to me. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Pe- what am I saying? And we're back. So this week's episode, Gabby's gonna intro and da da. You 